Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, so I just realized that I published the previous episode incorrectly, so number 71. It was only seven minutes long, so I just realized this mistake, so I am reposting this episode with the full episode that includes details about how to eat healthy on vacation, specifically what I was doing as far as getting in the beans and the broccoli and all the good stuff and just balancing the fun stuff with the healthy stuff. And then also some info and details about how to know whether or not you are eating enough calories. So The first seven minutes of this episode may be a repeat if you listen to the previous episode, Um, but if you keep listening, it will be all the new information, and I apologize for the technical difficulties, um, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Of course, Murphy came over. (laughs) He loves being on camera. No, he just left. Anyways, hello and welcome to this edition of the Ice Coffee Date. Um, I haven't been on here in a couple weeks because we were on vacation last week and kind of taking like a summer sabbatical, Um, but I was actually thinking about what to talk about today and I'm calling this Two Questions Tuesday. because this is the thing I get these questions and sometimes I have a lot to say about them I have you know 15 to 20 plus minutes worth of stuff to say about the topic and then other times I get these questions and I'm like "Mm, I probably have like 10 minutes of content to say about that so I figured I could take two of the questions that I've got on Instagram from clients wherever um, and combine that into one episode so it's not like a little short like mini one so that's what I was thinking I might do going forward on Tuesdays and this looks really nice doesn't it (laughs) What hair, don't care. Um, so anyway, so today I'm gonna talk a little bit about our vacation. I've been getting some questions. Um, and you know, when I was sharing photos, I was getting some questions. So I figured I'd give you guys a quick overview of what happened. Um, it was awesome. And then I'm also going to talk about some tips and tricks for eating healthy on vacation. And then I'm gonna talk about five ways to know if you are eating enough. So if you checked my feed today, who knows if you're seeing what's in my feed. It's a crapshoot, I swear. I honestly think my Instagram, or Instagram thinks my account is a meme account, um, because anytime I put up one of those funny like memes, I get a ton of likes on it. But if I put up any sort of like content regarding, regarding like hormones or nutrition or like teaching or education, it gets like no, no likes on it. So it's like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Uh, and then also my explore feed has turned into all pugs so maybe they just think I like pugs and memes so I don't know (laughs) but anyways let me get to my point so in my feed there was a post that kind of summarizes five things to pay attention to if you are not eating enough so I'll go into more detail about those but if you wanted like the cliff notes version there is a post in my feed So let's get to the vacation. So vacation was amazing. We went to Black Butte Ranch in Oregon. Um, It's right outside Sisters, Oregon, which is right outside Bend, Oregon. Um, Hopefully you've heard of Bend. Bend is amazing. It reminds me of just like the West Coast, Burlington, Vermont. Um, It's kind of like earthy, crunchy. It's got lots of good food, very outdoorsy. Um, Love it, love, love, love it. And um, Mal and I spent our 10 year anniversary there a few years ago. Had the best time, you know, stayed overnight 
in a fancy hotel, went out to dinner, you know, did some hiking. Um, love Bend. I have just so many great things to say about it. Definitely want to spend more time there. Um, and of course, Quinn and I were very excited to go visit the last blockbuster. The sole blockbuster that exists in this world um, is in Bend, Oregon. So we had to go see it. It was really fun. Um, it was just like what you would expect. Everything, you know, looked the way it normally does as far as blockbusters. Um, but you know, just, I saw the documentary. That was very inspiring as what I told Mal. Um, he just like rolls his eyes. He was like, it's a blockbuster. You've been in blockbusters. Why is this like a thing? And I'm like, but I haven't been in a blockbuster in like 20 years. And I have so many good memories from blockbuster. Um, you know, like Friday night, like going there with your parents, picking out a movie. Um, you know, you'd have 48 hours to watch it and then returning it. And sometimes you could get like a couple movies and it was like a big deal. It was like a Friday or Saturday night. I remember doing it with Mal in high school, like going there for like a date night, picking out a movie and getting popcorn and candy and all that, and going home, watching a movie. I don't know, I just have great memories, but Quinn and I went in there. Quinn, it was funny like explaining it to him. So being like a seven-year-old, like you've never had to rent a movie. I mean, you didn't even get Netflix discs at your house. Remember that phase where you get like the little DVDs in the mail? Um, I, I had a boyfriend back then who would do that. And I thought it was like the coolest thing that you would get like the movies in the mail. You didn't have to like go to Blockbuster. But being a seven-year-old as Quinn is, um, he just has every movie he's ever wanted at his fingertips. So it was just funny trying to explain it to him and I think he kind of got it but we went in there and he saw some you know Pikachu movie and he saw all the DVDs and he was like can we get this can we rent this um, and I was just like dude if we rent this we have to bring it back and we were literally on our way to the airport so there was no way we were renting a movie from Blockbuster um, but it was still it was cool for him to like physically see the movie and he was excited about that so Last Blockbuster is in Bend, Oregon, so if you end up there, you should stop by, check it out. Um, but it's just really, it's like, there's so much construction happening. I mean, it even looked different from when we were there a few years ago, just new restaurants and bike shops and like all sorts of stuff. I was just so impressed and I was like, oh man, I wish we had spent more time here. Um, but we were at Black Butte Ranch. Um, Mal's family has been going there since the 90s. Um, I've been there a number of times with him over the years. Some of his family actually lives on the ranch. Other members have vacation houses there. Um, but long story short, we've been going there pretty much like every other year, every three years. Although we had such a great time this year, I think we'll probably go every single year. Um, just It's just amazing. It's just like a really special place. And the slogan there is, there is a place and there is a place It's amazing. But um, we just rented a house with Mal's sister, her husband, their two kids. So it was fun. It was just like kid zone, you know, low key. But we had our own house um, with the kitchen and everything. And I'll talk about eating healthy um, on vacation. But it was, it was just so, so nice. And I mean, the ranch is pretty big. There's multiple golf courses. There's multiple pools. Um, there's like a gift shop. There's restaurants. There's bars. Um, there's horse back riding there's a general store there's a farmers market this is like seriously the best place and obviously this isn't sponsored we just go there every year because it's amazing um, but it's just such a great place and it's such a great place to be active um, people are ever there's like paved paths pretty much around the entire ranch so you can run you can bike you can rollerblade um, you can walk your dog um, it just it's awesome it's just an awesome place so check it out Blackbeep Ranch kind of in the middle of nowhere in Oregon but definitely definitely worth the trip um, but yeah, we were there. Mal's dad and his wife came. So like the whole family was there. I mean, it was it was amazing. So we got, had a few family get togethers. We took a few um, short trips places that were nearby some like pretty lakes and Quinn spent the day, you know, finding salamanders and we did paddle boarding and bikes and hiking. 
Oh, we just did all the outdoor activities. Pickleball, which is um, starting to make its way to the East Coast, which is very fun. Quinn and I had a great time doing that. Um, and I actually think it's it's a great sport. I mean, it's a great sport for adults, but for kids, um, I just feel like he was way more into it than tennis. I mean, he's only played tennis once, but um, he was really into like the paddles and everything, the smaller court, um, such a great game for kids. Um, but if you're local, um, there's a place in Hanover. It's like a pickleball, I don't know how place I don't know what it's called pickleball sport club I don't know what it is but it's down in Hanover um, almost into Pembroke and then um, at the YMCA they have pickleball so um, I think it's definitely gonna be in our future as far as something we're gonna do with Quinn a little more often um, trying to think what else we did um, a lot of swimming a lot of pool a lot of drinks by the pool that type of stuff um, we were all sunburned and dry <laughs> Actually, we weren't really that sunburned. We were just dry from the pool and the weather. Um, everybody had dry skin. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, just a lot of family time. We did happy hours pretty much every night with um, Mal's dad and his wife at their place. They rented a condo um, separate from us. They stayed with us three years ago, and I think they were like, way too many little kids. <laughs> they wanted to sleep late, and you know how little kids are. They're up at like five o'clock in the morning, so we did separate houses this year. Um, I, that, that's about it. I mean, I just feel like it was a lot of family time. We just had get-togethers with different family members who lived around the ranch, um, played golf one day. That was so fun, so, so fun, because um, nobody was really taking it seriously. We did kind of like best ball situation, um, and, you know, there were some drinks on the course, and it was just a good time. It was just a good time. So that's kind of the recap in a nutshell. Like I said, amazing. Oh, we had a spa day. So Mal's sister and I and um, Mal's... Um, dad's wife, the three of us did a spa day at Black Butte Ranch. They have a spa, so we all got massages, did a little shopping, and we went into Sisters, had lunch um, at this place called The Open Door. I hope that's the right name. Um, amazing. Absolutely loved the food. So, so good. The drinks were amazing. The staff was super nice. It was a super cute place. Um, you know, I had a nice little indoor bar and all that, but the outdoor seating was awesome. The food, oh my God, so, so good. And then also the prices totally way cheaper than Black Butte. <laughs> I was like, everything's so cheap here. Um, but yeah, just different between like a resort and then, you know, somewhere in Sisters. But then we did a little bit of shopping, bought some presents for Mal and Quinn and my sister and, you know, just shopping in like a small town, but tons of cute shops, um, tons of restaurants and picked up some like nice meats and everything for dinner the next night. So um, I'm totally rambling. I hope you guys enjoy this part, <laughs> telling you all about our vacation, but it was a really, like, really, really great time. And I think it was also really good for me um, because I did my best to disconnect. You know, I shared some stuff on Instagram, some photos here and there, um, but I was not on my phone all the time like I usually am, you know, talking to clients, dealing with customer service stuff, Instagramming, all that. Um, just did, you know, the bare minimum and of course just sharing the vacation um, because I know there's a lot of people who have followed for many, many years and they like seeing what we're doing and the vacations and all that good stuff. Oh, there was one thing that I didn't share on Instagram, but I'll tell you guys because um, it was crazy. So the morning that we were getting on the plane to go to Oregon, Quinn woke up with a bite on his forehead. And we we're just like, oh, good, good mosquito bite, you know? Like we didn't really think anything of it. Get on the plane. Um, we actually had two flights. We had one to Seattle and then one to Bend, like a little puddle jumper. We land in Bend and the thing on his forehead has just like, ballooned up to like an egg and we're just like oh gee that doesn't look good but at the same time we're like maybe it was the pressure from the airplane he was acting normal he said he felt fine we didn't really think anything of it the next day he wakes up and it's like you know 
like pretty swollen. It's like a much bigger, it's like maybe going to like the middle of his forehead and maybe like a little bit down his nose. And we're like, oh, that does not look good. But at the same time, probably like two years ago, something similar happened where he got a bug bite right above his eye or bugger spider, we don't know what it was, but his eye kind of swelled up. And of course I freaked out, bring him to the doctor. They, I don't even know what they gave him, Benadryl or something. They were not that concerned about it, but you know, it went down and everything was fine. So that day we didn't really freak out. We were just kind of like, all right, this happened once before let's just see what happens gave him some benadryl you know put him to bed everything was fine the next day on fourth of july oh my gosh his nose his forehead like he just looked crazy um i i didn't share photos or anything like that i didn't really want to like embarrass him or anything like that it's just you know he looked crazy he looked like a monster or something i don't know like mal is comparing him to sloth from goonies which we can laugh about it you know after the fact you know now that he's better and everything was fine but it was just so swollen and crazy so we went into bend there was an emergency um urgent care there that we got right in it was fourth of july so you know nobody was there um but met the nurse practitioner he was like the nicest guy he was from massachusetts so we had like a lot to talk about um but basically they just gave him an oral steroid um and just said you know hang in there you know this will be in your system for like three-ish days like the inflammation should go down and it did I mean by the third day he was totally fine and you know we gave him a little Benadryl and things like that and he was he was good to go but that was the thing like despite it like looking crazy and he said it felt like a little bit weird on his eye because it was kind of like moving into his eye he was totally fine like he was jumping in the pool he was running around he was being a lunatic so despite him looking crazy um he was totally fine <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting. That happened at the beginning of the vacation and then, um, you know, middle of vacation, he was fine to the end, but, oh, you know, it's always something, right? <laughs> All right. So let's get into today's content because this is getting long. This is more than I intended and I actually have to get on a podcast at 11. So, um, need to, need to speed this up here. Okay. So eating healthy on vacation. So I talked a little bit about this in a post in my feed. Um, if you go back, if you want the cliff notes version, I have a coffee and I'm kind of like dance. I have two coffees actually. And I'm like dancing with them. Um, it's that post. Um, but anyways, I think for us, um, a big part of eating healthy was having that kitchen. So we had a whole house. Um, so the first day we were there, we went grocery shopping. So I got my beans and my broccoli and, um, you, you know, the normal things that I eat. So that definitely helped make things easy. But of course, if you're in a hotel room or something like that, you don't have access to a kitchen. I do think there are ways that you can add healthy foods um, to your diet. Obviously going out and, you know, having your choice of, you know, eggs or whatever at a restaurant. Um, but some of the quickie things I was thinking is like packets of instant oatmeal, um, plain instant oatmeal, not the stuff with like tons of sugar. Um, hard boiled eggs. Sometimes you can find those at grocery stores that they're already hard boiled. Um, protein powder you could always bring and mix into an iced coffee or you could purchase a smoothie out at a store, add the protein powder in, shake it, shake it around. Um, fruit, whole fruit's a good one. Um, and then of course, like breakfast is kind of a hard one. Like I understand that one. Um, so if breakfast isn't perfect, don't worry about it, move on. And then really focus on lunch and dinner being those meals where you're getting the protein and the vegetables and the good stuff. Um, because you know, when you're out at a restaurant, usually you can find like, you know, chicken on a salad or something like that, something kind of basic that is healthy um, and that will fill you up. Um, and personally, I'm somebody that I, I don't restrict myself during the week. Like I had ice cream yesterday afternoon just because I wanted ice cream. Um, so for me going on vacation, like, yeah, I had probably more drinks and more caffeine than I normally do just because the cold brew was very good <laughs> at Black Creek Ranch. Like, very good. Um, I was I'm obsessed with it, like really. Like every morning I'm like, when can we go get it? <laughs> when is the cafe gonna be open? Um, but I, I'm somebody that I just, I, 
kind of eat balanced, you know, it's very carrots and cake of me to mostly eat healthy, but then I have treats mixed in. So when I go on vacation, I'm not going all out. I'm not going crazy because back at home, I have chocolate, I have chips, I have wine, you know, I have all the things that I love on a regular basis. So when I go on vacation, it's not really that quote unquote special. Um, so yes, we did have happy hour every single day. Um, but you know, I was having one glass of wine, maybe two glasses of wine. I wasn't going crazy. I'm also at that point now where if I have too much alcohol, I feel like crap in the morning and it's just not worth it. And for me, waking up on vacation hungover, no, that would have been miserable. <laughs> so I was very careful about how much alcohol I was drinking. Um, the other thing that I did was I knew there was going to be alcohol and treats. Like we had Italian sodas and things like that. Um, we had ice cream, you know, we had like a lot of like fun stuff on vacations, Doritos, chips, like that type of stuff. Um, so I tried to make my meals like a little bit smaller. I mean, I definitely was not, you know, under eating by any chance, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I was filling my meals with like really, um, voluminous food so getting like a big thing of broccoli in or an apple or something like that that was like really filling um, but wasn't a ton of calories but kind of like making the meals a little bit smaller and almost like saving the calories for the fun stuff because like I knew we were going to go to the pool and have a drink there you know what I mean so it's like I didn't I wanted to like balance the calories essentially so um, I'm sure there are days that I overate and overindulge but I mean it just didn't didn't seem like it to me because I really was doing my best to just eat normally and then just adding in those treats but I also wasn't like stressing about it because it was vacation I was like all right this drink has like tons of sugar in it like an Italian soda is basically soda with like flavoring cream and whipped cream I mean not low calorie in any way but you know it was delicious and I was like it's vacation I'm gonna enjoy it um, and then also I think for us like just being active like just made me feel good as far as like moving and everything um, so if I was having like extra stuff you know like we went for a bike ride we went for a hike we were like moving constantly throughout the day so I just really wasn't stressed about the extra calories and sugar and all that so um, it's vacation you want to enjoy yourself but um, like I said back at home I'm not really restricting myself so when I go on vacation I don't go crazy you know it's just like living my life with some extra treats thrown in um, so yeah that's what I got for tips on eating healthy on vacation so hopefully that helps um, and then question two for two questions Tuesday we're, we're gonna make this a thing guys um, so just kind of summarizing what was in my feed um, but um, I get this question all the time from one-on-one -on -one clients um, people in my DMs are like how do I know I'm eating enough um, and I think you know using the TDEE calculation there's a ton of calculators online sometimes I think that's a good starting point for people but when you do it I would say like 90% of the time people are like, wow, that's so much more than I normally eat. And it's very scary. It's like a very, very big number. Um, and I don't think you need to go from eating, you know, 1500 calories to like 2200 calories overnight. You can do that slowly over time. Um, might take like a year to get you there. I mean, I don't think you need to jump there. Um, but I do think chronically under eating can affect things as far as like your thyroid, your hormones, things like that. I mean, I've read so many Dutch tests of women who have been chronically under eating and they have like no hormones um, and they're not that old <laughs> so it's like you need to eat enough food to keep your hormones happy and healthy um, so 
Um, these are the five things that I identified as ways to know if you are eating enough. Um, because sometimes like you don't want to do the whole calorie thing. I get that. Sometimes it's like really, really stressful to be like, Ooh, I'm eating like 2000 calories. It's like way more than I normally do. So I think these questions are also like a good starting point. If you don't want to do the whole TDE thing, which I think is just a good number. It's not like an exact science. I mean, it's a calculator online. Um, you know, it could be helpful, but I don't think it needs to be, um, the end all be all of like how many calories you should eat. Because I mean, it's a calculator for thousands, millions of people. Um, so obviously you want to be in tune with like how much you are eating. And I mean, this happens all the time that I have one client, she's, you know, five, four, you know, X number of pounds. She eats, you know, 2,500 calories and she's, you know, 130 pounds. And then I have somebody that's five, four, um, she's eating the same number of calories and, you know, she's 150 pounds. So it's just like it, different people's bodies do different things. And it depends on so many different factors as far as lifestyle, you know, your activity level, how much muscle you have on your body, your hormonal health. Um, so all this to say that these are kind of like starting point questions for you. Um, and I really, you know, if you're somebody who thinks you're under eating, you probably are. Um, but these questions will help you identify if like, you know, there is something that you should work on or talk to a coach, you know, we're, we are taking people through the summer. Um, so if you guys want to work together, let us know. <laughs> okay. So number one is that you feel satisfied three to four hours after a meal. And I think this is huge. I mean, I was somebody back in the day who I was probably under eating. I was definitely over exercising, so I was just not eating enough to fuel my activity. Um, but I would eat breakfast and be hungry like 90 minutes later. And I remember this when I was working at Harvard, I would have a bowl of oatmeal in the morning, get on the train to go into Harvard, you know, hour long commute on the T. Um, and I would sit down at my desk and I would be hungry. And I mean, it was probably, you know, hour, hour and a half later. Um, so that meal did not fill me up. So I just wasn't eating enough at breakfast. And you know, now, I mean, I love oatmeal, but if I'm having oatmeal, there's going to be some nut butter. There's going to be some protein powder. There might be some breakfast sausage next to it. You know what I mean? It's like a much bigger, well-rounded meal. It's not just like a bowl of oatmeal and, you know, send you on your way type of thing. Um, so that's definitely important and that's the thing like you really need to build up those meals like protein fat fiber carbs all meals um, It really does make such a difference and sometimes it really is just increasing your portion size um, And this is something that I did with a client recently where she was kind of under eating She's a healthy eater, um, but she wasn't eating enough and I told her just to increase her portion sizes a little bit And it made all the difference as far as her just getting in more calories feeling more like she had better energy um, she was <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my husband just walked by and it was ridiculous. Um, but just having her um, eat a little bit more made all the difference in like her workouts, her moods, her energy level, even her sleep. Um, and it was just, she even said it, she was like, this was such a like, like duh, like just increase my portions a little bit because she already ate healthy. I mean, there wasn't really anything to like pick apart as far as her diet, like she was doing a great job. She just needed to eat a little bit more. And yeah, she was satisfied between meals, more energy, the whole bit. Um, number two is you don't crave sugar right after a meal. And this is something that resonates with me very much. And this was something up until probably recently, um, that was an issue for me. And I think it was more like my blood sugar stress issues that I would eat a meal, even breakfast, lunch, dinner, like all the time, I would want something sugary after it. Um, and that's the thing. I almost started like eating less at the meals because I knew I wanted some sort of dessert afterwards. And I started to actually 
eat more at my meals and I wouldn't want something sweet. And I've actually got to the point where I'll eat dinner and not want dessert. And this is like crazy. And not to say that there's anything wrong with dessert. I love dessert. I mean, I had, like I said, I had ice cream at like two o'clock yesterday just because I wanted ice cream. Um, but I've been somebody that has wanted something sweet after dinner for as long as I can remember. And it's like, it's just something I do. I just love it. I love dessert. Um, but sometimes I almost feel like I'm eating it because it's like such a habit and I've been like, doing it for so long. So for me, just building bigger, like well-rounded meals with like lots of veggies, enough protein, enough fat, fiber, the whole bit. Like I don't have these crazy sugar cravings and like wanting those sugars and dessert all the time. So this has been like a big deal for me because it's taken a very, very long time. And that's something I should throw in here too. Like all these like tips and advice and everything. Like if you're somebody who has been eating a certain way for a certain amount of time, like these changes aren't gonna happen overnight. So I just wanna tell you to like, give yourself grace, be patient with yourself. I mean, some of these things that I'm talking about talking about has taken years, um, and this is my job. <laughs> so like, it's taken me a while to get to this point, but um, that was definitely a huge thing that I just wasn't eating enough at my meals. Um, so I'd want something sweet, I'd want dessert later. Um, number three is you feel satisfied and content and happy and you're not feeling sluggish and tired after your meal. And I talk about this with clients quite a bit that, you know, they have lunch and then after lunch they almost feel like they need a nap. Um, and this could be blood sugar stuff that maybe you're eating foods that are spiking your blood sugar too high and then you're having a crash after, you know, after lunch and then you're feeling really tired and sluggish and you need, you need a coffee after that, like that type of deal. Um, so looking at what you're eating, so maybe having fewer carbs at lunch, or maybe it could be like food sensitivities, like things that just don't agree with your system. Um, so yeah, you should be feeling good and happy and content. And I mean, I don't know. I just, I've been thinking about the way I've been eating lately and I really have been like kind of happy and content and, you know, just making sure I'm like really filling my meals with like good nutritious stuff and a decent amount of protein and fat and all this stuff. Um, number four is you should be able to recover from your workouts and you're not feeling insanely sore. And this is something I've talked about with clients um, a bunch over the years. Um, and that's the thing, if you are not eating enough food, your body doesn't have the energy that it needs to recover and repair. Um, and that's why you might be sore for multiple days, even though like your workouts haven't changed all that much. Um, so making sure you're getting some food, maybe right before, it kind of depends on the workout and the person, but definitely getting something after. And I would say more than a protein shake. I would say like, a meal if possible of course like if you don't have access to a meal right after a workout protein shake that's great make sure your protein shake has carbs in it a lot of people just have the protein powder and no carbs and it's just not doing what it needs to do you really need those carbs um, but just having a meal right right afterwards with protein carbs fat all the good stuff um, can make such a difference in recovery and then number five um, is um, if you are constantly thinking about food you might not be eating enough um, and I've had this conversation with clients too. So clients who we have at a cut, um, where they're tracking macros, they're weighing, they're measuring, they're paying attention to what they're eating. Yeah, they are thinking about food all the time and it's because they are in a cut. Um, but that cut has a time limit, you know, eight weeks, 12 weeks, maybe 16 weeks at the longest. Um, and you know, that's what they're doing. That is part of their plan. They want to cut, they're hundred percent in. Um, but the rest of the year, you should be in maintenance and not thinking about food all the time. Um, so if you are thinking about food all the time, it's probably because your body is a little bit hungry. Um, and that's what I think about when you're in a cut, like you are restricting food. Um, so of course you're gonna be thinking about food. You're gonna be hungry. Um, but yeah, the rest of the year, like the majority of your life, you shouldn't be thinking about food all the time. You should be eating enough, fueling your body in a way that makes sense. 
All right, so those are my five, um, <laughs> my brain, five reasons or five things to think about to help you determine if you are eating enough, um, if you're under eating. Um, of course, if you're under eating, you know, come to us. We're more than happy to help put you through a reverse diet, help coach you as far as the mindset behind that. Um, it could definitely be a hard thing if you're somebody who has chronically under under eaten for years. Um, the other thing is you can check out my reverse diet course. That could be really helpful to you. Walks you through reverse dieting, why under eating is not a great th thing, why you can't diet forever, um, and then gives you the tools to create a reverse diet plan for yourself. Tells you exactly what to eat, how to calculate your macros, how to plan it all out. Um, there is a group that will help support you. Um, hi, mom. <laughs> my mom just signed on. Um, and if you have questions or concerns or anything like that, you can post it in the group and I'll be there monitoring it and the other coaches in the group will be there. All right, I have rambled on forever and ever and I do need to prepare for this podcast. Um, I'm interviewing a couple people today, so we have some good interviews coming along. Um, and I hope you have a happy Tuesday. I hope you like this new feature of the podcast and yeah, talk to you guys soon.